welcome to This Start Life. I'm your host, Lisa Leonard. This is the first ever episode of this new podcast and I'm super excited to get the project going. Uh, A little bit nervous too, so please excuse any uh, hiccups along the way. Um, This Start Life is a podcast inspired by mountain biking, the great outdoors and a love for adventure on the path less travelled. Through this podcast, I hope to share some good information, some stories, reviews and hopefully some generally great banter with some pretty cool guests along the way. We'll look at everything from training and racing to equipment and new products to mental wellness and focus. So whether you mountain bike or hike or travel or even none of the above, I hope to have something for everyone to enjoy. On this first podcast, I had the pleasure of talking with Sean Glenn of Be Breathe Become. Sean is a mindfulness coach and recently moved here to Las Vegas and is also a super cool guy. (laughs) So um, I was first introduced to Sean through my training partner, Jake, and went to a practical mindfulness class he was holding here in town. I really clicked with Sean because I think he does a really great job of explaining practical solutions to mental challenges that I'm sure we all encounter almost on a daily basis. Uh, So I'm super grateful to have him on the podcast and hope you guys dig it too. So without further ado, please welcome to This Start Life, Sean Glenn. So... Sean, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Sean with Be Breathe Become Consulting. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a mindfulness coach, a teacher of meditation, and a practitioner of love. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to clarify that just briefly? Because uh, are uh, you like a love doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Why not? Um <laughs> No, I, I just, I believe in uh, the power of love. It, mm-hmm. We all have light and love within us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to um, think that I help people uncover that love maybe a little bit and realize that that love they have in themselves is a little more bright or powerful than they maybe had previously thought. So have you always been on this path or is this something new for you or how did you get into it so a couple years ago I was living in New York and I had an opportunity to move to Vermont and uh, work with some people with mental illness in that transition I learned a lot about psychology, um, was practicing a lot of mindfulness myself and also making the link between mindfulness and the psychology end of it um, and using that to help these individuals. So uh, I also really started getting into meditation and just having that practical experience with my own mental health And then also using that to help others um, really clicked with me in a lot of ways. Did it, like, 
take a while for you to make that connection between it all or do you um or was it very kind of like in sync one with the other like with the uh mindfulness and like linking that to the kind of psychology aspect of it um i think things kind of happened in sequence so i have been involved or interested in, in a lot of self-help, um, self-improvement, health and wellness stuff for my own well-being for a long time. Um, learning about mindfulness and the psychology end kind of was making connections in my own life and then as I was doing this work I was able to make, make the connections um, between mindfulness and the psychology part of it kind of as I was going. So mm -hmm. it, it kind of all seamlessly fell together and it was mm -hmm. there was a lot of aha moments and yeah. Yeah, yeah like Eureka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Well and um I wanted to bring up a topic that um you had talked about before in a mindfulness clinic that um you had put on for us. And that was about um self love and self sabotage. And that was like really interesting to me because the way that you described it was kind of like it kind of rang a few bells in my head and um, and I wanted to tell you about a little story of mine. Cool. <laughs> so when I was about, um, I probably was about nine or ten years old and I tried out for swimming club, our local swimming club. And I was like a decent enough swimmer, and but you had to go to trials like to see which lane that you were gonna go in, and because um, it was like fairly competitive, and they had squads, and you had to work up through the lanes and such. Like anyway, I went to the trials, and after the trials, I got the good news that I got into swimming club, and they put me in lane three. And I panicked because lane three was like the fast. It was like the faster lane. And I thought they made a mistake. Like, I was like, there's no way that I'm that good. I, I, I think they made, and I, like, I remember walking down the poolside, like, just trembling, like, I, I shouldn't be here. I don't deserve to be here. And I got in the pool and I probably swam the worst I've ever swum. Like, was like floundering around, took me forever to get one end to the other, was just a mess. And sure enough, then like the next time they put me back to lane one. And then once I was in lane one, then I worked my way back up. But like, I should have been in lane three, but I didn't have like the confidence to, or belief that I should have been there. And so that was like a moment that just the other night I realized that was like a moment of self-sabotage. I purposefully, maybe, maybe subconsciously swam terrible got moved down and then anyway so it was really interesting to me and I think it kind of uh showed that there's probably a lot of things like this happen in our lives that we don't even realize that we're self-sabotaging ourselves so I wanted you to like talk or just kind of explain probably a little better than I have just done about how to recognize or what exactly self-sabotage is and and why we maybe do that yeah um that's a really good example of, so I think when it comes to self-sabotage, there's a couple things going on. There's the ego mm -hmm. coming into play, um, 
which is feeding into other things. So the ego is that that kind of negative voice in our head that if when you're on the verge of doing something different, which is uncomfortable mm -hmm. and which involves growth and change, um, our ego is like, no, 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 you, you don't want to do that. You're not, you're not good enough yeah. for that lane. Like they yeah. just, they made a mistake. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself mm -hmm. here. You, lane one is much more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's just, let's just go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that voice starts going and that ego voice is so much louder mm -hmm. than the other voice, which we do have in our head, which is the, no, you're awesome. You could do this. Right. Um, the, that voice that believes in us, that knows that we're uh, as good as we we should are? believe. Yeah. yeah, as good as we are. Yeah. Um, so there's that ego, and then the ego starts um, talking, and then it's playing into other things that are going on, like mm -hmm. self-limiting beliefs. Um, we compare ourselves to other people in our society, I think it's taught, you know, that look at this person, they've achieved all this stuff. Mm. And then just kind of by throwing it in or having it in front of our faces, you can't help but be like, oh, well, I'm not, that's where I want to be, but I'm so far away from that person. And then mm. there's, it creates this. Do you this feel like, like social media and like celebrities, do you feel like that, that's playing into it, do you mean? Or, or what do you mean by society is like playing into it? Well, I think like our, the way the media portrays mm -hmm. people. Yeah. So, let, I mean, you have these celebrities and a lot of times you just, they're portrayed as this, uh, almost like idolized, right. you know, look at all that they've accomplished, but they don't tell you that they struggled over 10 years right. and like yeah. lived in an apartment with no freaking electricity or whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. So by taking that part out of it, we kind of, we compare ourselves to like the end result without realizing like, Oh, we're struggling right now. And we're, we're not where we want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, they went through the same thing. Like it's all good. So comparing right. ourselves, um, Maybe in that instance with the swimming, you were looking at people that were in that lane that were like, oh man, they're super fast. Like there's mm -hmm. no way I'm ever going to be that fast. Mm -hmm. And the ego totally feeds on that, you know? And yeah. it's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. You're right. Yeah. And I think like even now, like it's, it's definitely, I mean, a lot of this podcast or why I was wanted to do is like part of my, um, like path on in cross country mountain biking and I think that the self-sabotage is, is huge in that, in that, you know, there's the, you know, the two voices. So you've got, um, on one hand, you know, you have this drive and motivation and yeah, I can do this because I know how to do the hard work. I know how to work hard and I know how, how much it's going to take. And I believe in myself, that I have it. But then, yeah, this this bigger voice kind of says, yeah, but they're so much faster than you. And there's so much, they've been riding their bike for so much longer. And I think for me, like coming into this sport relatively late, you know, I've been on the road, I've been doing triathlon for eight years and I, I swam growing up. And um, But mountain biking, I've really only been mountain biking a couple of years. And I'm racing against these girls who literally have come up through like the whole high school program. And so it's definitely... It's definitely something that that plays into into your performance because once those negative voices get in, 
like your performance can just completely fall apart. So I guess then that brings us like to the self-love and like how does how do you how do you learn to like recognize that you're self-sabotaging and that that's your ego talking um and and to help kind of turn that around to not make it a negative situation. So what we could do um, mindfulness is awareness and acceptance. Mm-hmm. These two parts. So once you bring something into your awareness and maybe just like what just happened to you where you're like, oh, I'm remembering this instance with the pool yeah. and trying out for that. And you're like, okay, now that's in your awareness. Now it's part of your reality. Right. Um, and once that happens, then as these things are happening in real time, you can then pause and then start to notice it. Right. So from there, you could say, oh, okay, I noticed that I'm having these negative thoughts and like the ego is telling me like, no, 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 I, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Just by pausing and having that awareness right there is like starts the wheel of like, okay, I understand what's going on. Then from there, you can build up some positive self-talk and really initiate like some self-love and just kind of combat that ego and the negative. The negative. We might let Bella in, shall we? <laughs> okay, Bella. All right. So, yeah. Right, Bella's happy. <laughs> we saved her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you, you recognize it and then you could kind of start combating that ego and that negative mm-hmm. talk with um, some positive self-talk and say, you know what? No, I got this. Or, you know, I know I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm getting there. I'm doing the best I can and everybody knows it. Uh, some mantras like that yeah. um, can be really powerful in those moments to kind of stop that cycle of the negative self-talk and even like I know you've talked about this a lot before also is is like the breath just like you know maybe recognizing that those thoughts are starting to happen and just taking a deep breath in and out and just getting you back to the moment and then kind of reset and focus on the task at hand because that's I think that's especially again to kind of like bring the focus in a mountain biking is like when you get to a technical section or descent or something that's difficult and and if you have those voices or those negative thoughts and it you may like you may crash you're not focused like you might just like completely bail altogether so being able to recognize that take a breath and focus on on just getting past it or getting through it might be the the key there interesting um do you have any examples of like self-sabotage or self-love that you want to share um yeah so relevant to um my becoming a mindfulness coach and Mm -hmm. pursuing this when i was doing when i was working in vermont i was working with a, a client with severe mental illness and i was in a i got to a very comfortable place and even though I had this idea that I wanted to have this own, my, to become a coach and, and helping other people and I had these ambitions, um, I definitely was feeding into that ego telling me like, no, no, you're comfortable right now. Like you don't want to mess that up. Right. Um, and then 
so I didn't pursue it. And then, um, fortunately, something happened where I kind of, it gave me the opportunity to, um, and kind of woke me up mm -hmm. to that. And then I started realizing, like, no, 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 I'm trying to stay comfortable right now. Yeah. This is, I'm working towards change, and that's yeah. why this is so uncomfortable. And Yeah. You know, so I got that in my awareness, and then I really just started working on uh, building up that positive self-talk, breathing, like you were saying. Yep. Um, if you could get that awareness and start breathing, it stops that cycle, because the cycle of negativity that happens is all in our head. So if you breathe, it takes you out of your head into the present moment, and then you could kind of step back and be like, oh, wait, what's the bigger picture here? Right, for sure. Cool. Well, if people want to find you, where can they find you at? People can find me at b.breathe.become on Instagram, I'm also on Facebook, and um, my website, bebreathebecome.life. Nice. Well, I think um, that was awesome, so we should probably wrap up. <laughs> Yeah, well, do you have anything you. else to say or I, well, I, I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast. No I problem. Thank it. you for being my first ever podcast interviewee. Yeah, I feel very <laughs> grateful for that. Um, and if I could give everybody just one little piece of advice, uh, self-love is just so important because it's very easy to kind of feed into that, um, that ego, those, those negative, um, self-limiting beliefs that we all kind of place on ourselves and just cut yourself some slack and you know we all deserve love agreed we do all deserve love yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much for being here today and um we'll see you soon all right folks thanks again to sean for coming on the podcast today i hope you enjoyed it and found it useful uh, please get in touch with comments and reviews and, and let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about. Uh, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at LisaMTB87. That's L-I-S-A-M-T-B87. Thanks for tuning in to this first episode of This Start Life. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I did. I'll be back soon, but until then, stay dirty my friends. Thank you.